deep within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister geeks of all time, a legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Legion on Zoom. This is the Hat Trick, episode three. I'm Chez, and it is fucking cold outside. Well, what's, what's up, Chez? And I'm Miguel, and I'm pretty sure this is episode four. Actually, not three, right? Oh, would... word. Yeah, you're actually right. Episode four. Yeah, Look right now, Chez is in Winterfell. It, it, yeah, listen, man. I'm so cold that I forgot what episode we're recording, but it is episode <laughs> four. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, and but this yeah. is Rod. Yeah, today was like the first day in New York City that it was brick. Normally, I walk around, you know, with a small jacket. I don't give a fuck. Um, but today, I'm like, oh, shit, hold up. It's type cold. Yeah, word. I bumped into somebody in the elevator and 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 I was like, you know, making that typical small talk of like, it's cold, huh? You know, we're talking about and they're like, well, yeah, it's winter. And I'm like, yeah, right. Because we haven't had a fucking day as fucking word. cold as exactly. today. And that, exactly. And exactly. It, it, it kind of crept up on us because this year has been weird. Like we zoomed through a fucking 2020. Not really. We didn't really zoom through <laughs> it, but it just zipped by. That makes any sense to people. Yes. I mean, technically, we zoomed through it. Exactly. Yeah. I was waiting for that pun. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Yo, show. but definitely for everybody who's listening again, like we want to remind you, you know, check us out on YouTube because you can look at Chess's wonderful winter fashion uh, 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 for the fucking cold weather because he's living like in an igloo or some. some he's basically sub zero right now. Just for <laughs> all you fans out there, I love Skyrim. No said. So watch us on YouTube. Yeah, that should explain that. But, yeah. All right. And speaking of exclusive YouTube content, uh, Miguel, I noticed a, a nice piece of art to your to your left, I guess. Oh, that's right. My left right there. We have this is actually it's, it's actually a really sweet story, you know, because this is a gift that Rod gave me when I moved back to New York, I think. Right. That's when you. Yeah, I, I think right yep. when I moved back, you know, Rod gifted me this awesome fucking artwork of spider-man by if i'm correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure that's a steve mcniven uh, oh, spider-man yes and it's fucking dope and so i thought what better place to put it right behind me while we record i promise to try to steal that the next time i'm in your house <laughs> thank god for the pandemic because you're not coming back in here until only if you wear the hoodie facts you'd be like facts. like like a cat burglar facts. but from winterfell this right, hoodie, and also speaking this of is like, handmade by the way just so you guys know <laughs> Speaking of uh, our backgrounds, right now I have uh, an original poster or like a, a fabric poster featuring the artwork from season one of Legion on Zoom uh, on Spotify, on YouTube, on all everything. Go back, listen to them. Although we're not, you know, recorded. We started this in season two. It's still some funny stuff. So, yeah, uh, Chez's girlfriend had these printed. And I was wondering, like, where to put it. I'm like, oh, shit, that's the perfect place right there. Exactly. Yeah, it it was like great. an inauguration gift. Uh, thanks, babe. And she also made my hood for the people that are watching us on YouTube. Right. Shout safe. out to Amanda. Thank or you, shout Amanda. Out to Amanda. Thanks, yeah, babe. Yeah. And right. actually, Chez is also actually wearing the fucking banner logo on it. Oh, yeah. Right I now. am actually wearing the banner. Bro and I have you guys on my shoulders. <laughs> as a, You know what I mean? Like together at all That's times epic. in a very creepy fashion. So beautiful. Yeah. I always had a carabiner so I could wear like a cape so I could be like a knight of the LOZ. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be a thing going forward. 
Um, yeah, but on to some actual productive speech. Jesus Christ, which is why people listen to us. Uh, In the news. Netflix cast their Sandman cast at the risk of sounding redundant. And holy shit, I'm really impressed. I really like where things are going. Uh, Tom Sturridge, the main dude, he definitely, definitely has that dream look. That gaunt heroin chic look. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. Totally. <laughs> Yo, and you guys, you guys are the more Sandman fans. That's actually something like I really need to get into this. I need to read Sandman, especially in preparation for the show. Because, yeah, actually, I don't know Tom Sturridge at all. Uh, and, and and I've seen Dream as he's like, he actually came out in the in the metal uh, event, uh, which we, were, we referenced a death metal one not that long ago like a few episodes ago for real metal. yeah 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 he was in the metal one the first one yeah metal. towards the end oh wait that was like a that was like a different dream though right no nah, i think it's the same one no it was like, the same that, one he's like they're like you know like they like transfer they're like ethereal beings like is they're right. constant i think because something too geeky but like i don't know if the vertigo and wait, 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 Sandman was published under Vertigo or DC Comics? Vertigo. I think it was Vertigo. Anyway, yeah. we're deep diving. Right, no, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if, you, if you look at that, it's because I remember actually because uh, Scott Snyder, who wrote Metal, actually, I remember like he spoke with Neil Gaiman, got permission to use Dream, and kind of like that was their way of reintroducing them to the DC Comics books. And cool. that would led to then all the new books that have come out recently. And it's something to do because what, what, what was the the... Batman, like that that evil Batman god like bought bat bat Barbados or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, uh Barbatos, I think it was the name, destroying <laughs> the the multiverse <laughs> that that led to Dream being like, you know, even my world realm is, is falling apart. Anyway. I, I'd want to see the Batman from Barbados though. <laughs> tropical <Begin> Batman. Tropical. <laughs> <laughs> That's some like 1995 get it at Toys R Us on 42nd Street shit. <laughs> yeah, but something that I'm excited about about the show, though, for for at least from the casting, is that they cast uh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie as as fucking Lucifer. Yeah, and she's mostly well uh, be better known for for uh, in Game of Thrones from Winterfell. Exactly. I'm gonna say that at least five more times. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Brienne of Tarth on yep. fucking Game of Thrones. And she was also uh, uh, a first order. Gabriel. Stormtrooper. Oh, Gabriel, what do you mean? In was, um, oh, no. I'm thinking about Tilda Swinton. No? Um, yeah, no. Tilda Gabriel Swinton. and the other Constantine. Never mind. Go ahead. Right, right. Exactly. No, but she was <laughs> also. Another British woman. <laughs> yeah. Who's slightly androgynous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But she was also oh, yeah, captain. Word. She was they're, they're like vying. I'm sorry. For that like androgynous British woman role. Like word. Is he, like is celestial he, beings and shit. But one is more jacked. So the more jacked Hell, one yeah. is gonna be um Lucifer. Lucifer. Exactly. That's gonna be cool. That's because one of my favorite parts of the first arc of Sandman is when he has to go to hell uh to get his mask from a D so all right, for the fans, quick. So apparently um, uh, the Sandman dream, right? He gets captured by some occult, um, you know, Illuminati type dudes. And they keep him uh, enclosed for a very long time, trying to steal like immortality from him. Uh, eventually he gets freed because he just outlives everybody, right? He's just there chilling. He's endless. 
Um, and then he has to like, you know, go through an adventure to gather his things. Like one was a pouch of dream dust. One was a mask uh, ended up in hell. And uh, I forget. Anyway, it's really cool. Check it out. I wouldn't mind having a pouch of dream dust. Hell yes. (laughs) Actually, once you uh, this will be in the Netflix show, this arc, I'm 100 percent sure. So once you know what actually happens to the person that gets the bag, and this is the story with John Constantine, um, who I'm going to also talk about later. uh, You wouldn't want to have that dust bag because it's like anything that yields the pleasure of dreams is going to be abused. Plot twist. The dream bag is opium. When I say when with, with, with that kind of dream dust, I'm thinking is it probably more cocaine? But I guess you, you, I think you, you're probably right though. Yeah. Oh, no. Just straight milk of the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but before I forget, you know, also Lucifer, she was also Captain Phasma from fucking Star Wars from the new uh, the new movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she from the uh, stormtrooper from the First Order. That's awesome. But yeah, dude, and then the rest of the cast, like, you can kind of see where they're going with, like, the looks and shit. Like, they have Cain and Abel. Like, holy shit. Like, it's not too often that you see someone play Abel. You know what I mean? Like, the first victim, which is what it says if, like, if you straight up try to find the cast. That's that's pretty epic. So, like, I want to see how that whole, pl- like, that whole thing plays out on screen. That's are- going to be epic. Are both of them uh, uh, important characters in the in the book, Rod? Uh, yes and no. I mean, damn, you have you have to you know tune in. I guess. All right, all right. Now, nah, nah, it- nah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it first. I'm gonna read it first. Isn't that like how they talk in the book when like those beings speak to each other? How Rod just spoke like yes and no. Like you have to find like they're like mad vague and like grandiose in their speech. And also, don't forget that um, it's on Audible too, which is not bad because again, you have I, I, I gotta check that about out. it last season. It has yeah. James McAvoy um, and Kat Dennings, who I just recently saw on the latest episode of WandaVision. But anyway, mm. I'm gonna hold off with, on that. With with. A new degree she's leveled up. Oh, yeah, word. Hashtag anyway. female power, just throwing that out there. Hashtag pandering. Ha- hashtag don't cancel chess. <laughs> about pandering. We can talk about pandering because what, what's wow, pandering, panda. How's that pandering? Look, it wasn't she... the greatness of women because she didn't. Did she not like have you're a trying PhD? too hard though? But did she not have a PhD already at the beginning of uh, I don't in, in think Thor? So. Well, no, no, no. she she was a then she was a graduate student, I'm sure, because she was working something with, like that. Something with, like so she that, was yeah. on the way to get a PhD. Right. Come yeah, on, she, come on, man. She was working on it. She was working on it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she's finished. Yeah, because come on, we don't want to see or, that. Or that, that, is she? Like we don't want to mm. see Selbig or whatever his name was again, right? Because we really have only gotten like one scientist outside of Iron Man and Bruce Banner, no, which is the guy that got possessed by the fucking cube, no, <laughs> like at the beginning of Avengers. Yeah, and, yeah, and the epic Indian dude that dies in the cave in the first Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that dude. I definitely forgot about that. Bro, you cannot forget about that dude, man. He instilled in Tony, he changed Tony Stark fundamentally. Anyway. Well, in that case, and I guess Hank Pym too, Michael Douglas too counts as a, an additional scientist. He's like there. I mean, it's also Michael Douglas, and it's Hank Pym. Damn, that is right. I feel like Loki. He got underplayed in the Marvel universe, if you think about it, considering that it's Hank Pym. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like they just skipped over like a major person. Like here's Scott Lang. 
But anyway, I digress. That, that's honestly uh, a very good point for us yeah. to discuss one day about it. Like, because I, I think they probably just ended up doing it because they wanted to avoid the whole history of him, like, abusing his wife, Janet Van Dyne. And, yeah. you know, and, like, as he beat her, he, he, he beat her up once and got kicked out of the Avengers. And then he's had a rough, you know... History. I mean, Hank Pym's a I mean, bit of a sl- dick. Okay, in the 616, he slapped her, right? In the 616 Man. universe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Slap, and, right. Which, like, I, I don't know, so whatever. Fucking, it's pretty aggressive. Yeah, still aggressive, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then in the ultimate universe is when he tried to kill her with bug spray. Now, there he went too far. Yeah. I just want to stay out right there for the fans. <laughs> what, the slap's that, not too far? Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> like, so I just want to let the fans know that we are the, <laughs> at the LOZ have a zero tolerance policy for violence against all women. I'm against violence against everybody, period. But I think, especially women, I think a slap is already too much. Hashtag cancel Rod now. Yeah, let's go. Hashtag cancel Rod. Hashtag cancel Rod. Hashtag will drop right now. (laughs) Yes. Now and forever. (laughs) All right. So, um, what the hell were we talking about? Yeah. Big monsters. Holy shit. Um, I never really saw the movies like when I was a kid, but um, I did see the Kong movie with Jack Black, and I think it's the same one from that universe, correct? I if I'm think not mis- so. Yeah. Actually, I'm not. I'm not very sure, but I think. Yeah, and um, I did see the Godzilla that had the famous Puff Daddy song, but I I don't think I saw the latest one. Yeah, the Led Zeppelin saw- remake yeah. of Cashmere. Cashmere, hell yeah! Come with yeah, Jimmy Page. Hat, um, shout out to Jimmy Page. Listen, so in my universe, that's a Puff Daddy original. <laughs> <laughs> like the video for the song has Jimmy Page in it, you know, playing looking the guitar and shit. Yeah, no, but I remember seeing that movie too because I think it had uh, Matthew Broderick in that movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty good movie. It was okay. Yeah, exactly. I, it. I think then I saw the other new one. Get out of here. That movie was trash. Damn. What are you guys talking about? Wow. Okay, tell me one scene. Tell me one scene from from that movie. I challenge either of you, dude. When, when, dude, okay, go ahead. We're gonna go no, ahead. Go ahead. When Jimmy Page comes out with the guitar, <laughs> <laughs> that was dope, dude. A Puff Daddy dancing. No, no, it's about the movie. Yeah. You guys said the movie no. was. No, better. that's the movie. No, when they walk into Madison Square Garden and find all the eggs. When you see that Godzilla's yes. running all through the city, dude, that movie was epic, bro. When they start finding the big footprints and shit, you all right, all right. And on top of that, I'm hating. Matthew Broderick was Inspector Gadget. Deep cut. Stop hating, bro. I haven't seen a, a good Godzilla movie ever. I mean, I don't think there's honestly ever been a really good one made, but you know. I know the last one was like it had a uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I never yeah, saw word. that movie. I heard that one was pretty good, but I never oh, really? got to it. What if we made Godzilla that big was meth? Or a dream Damn. dust. <laughs> Damn. What? Damn, man. That's crazy. Something to yeah. think about. And I don't know if maybe like the old school, because I think when I was a lot younger, I saw some of those movies, the classic Japanese ones, you know, and I think they might be good in terms of like when you see them as like historical old films and at the time it was impressive. <laughs> it's a guy in a rubber suit, <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, but you know, I appreciate the lore, you know, but I do think King Kong has had better movies recently. Well, word. Yeah. And I think we owe it to the fans 
because we haven't done this in a while to give them the freshest reactions possible because honestly i haven't seen the trailer yet so we'll be right back people wait Chaz, wait wait wait, wait. What, what, what are you what are you saying are you saying you're gonna you're gonna activate the zoom tube oh shit oh shit you know what actually i am gonna activate the zoom tube about time. sorry for I being so casual about that first time of 2021 shit might be a little rusty let's let's make sure to dust right, this clean let's I, do this i mean also we did forget to tell the fans that it's patented now so patented yeah whatever the fuck that word was yes <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, people. We're back. And we're back. Holy shit. All right. Two things I got to say about that trailer. One, I'm pretty sure, just like the old school Power Rangers, a ton of people died just like ambiently, just from like shit that's going on. Like I counted at least thousands of bodies. Two, I'm pretty sure that that whole trailer is what doing cocaine feels like. <laughs> it feels great, then. God damn it, because that Jesus. Epic trailer was fucking. That was it, it. Was like that is an action movie like that. Like I feel like when's the last time we've gotten like a pure action flick? You know, like old school shit. I feel like this is going to be it. You know, like it's fucking intense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm impressed by it. Like, at first, I would have never watched that trailer, honestly, because there have been, like, Kong and Godzilla movies that I haven't seen in the past, like, I don't know, 10 years or whatever, 10, 20 years. Uh, but this looks cool. And, and I feel like it was meant to happen, right? Like, how could you not have King Kong fight Godzilla, like, with modern special effects? Like, it's definitely... And especially because um, in some recent uh, HBO Max, like, promos... I see that they're advertising that. So I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah. you know, I think we reported this last season, that it's going to go straight to HBO Max. So I'm definitely going to watch that then. Hell yeah. Just chilling in the crib. Yo, it's going to be on HBO Max. We, we have to watch it. Like, come on. Like, it's, it's just going to be there. We have to see this epicness. Like, like I'm concerned for the people out there that I know for a fact that are going to snort coke, then watch yeah, that. Yeah, that's just overkill. Just do one or the Shit. other. What a ride. Facts. <laughs> Damn. Good lord. Wow. Like, it's crazy just how much disbelief. Like, I'm willing to accept the fact that there's a King Kong and a Godzilla and they're fighting. I'm just mad at the fact that that dude has so much conviction that they need Kong. Like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah, let's unchain the giant massive gorilla. That's our only solution to this. Right, because that's how the trailer starts, right? With saying, like, <laughs> we need Kong. It's like, wait, what? What kind of situation are you in that you for sure know Kong can take care of this? We've ne He's never worked for us. He's never done anything good but kill us. But Khan will do it. It's like, what's happening? Yeah, and, and you know, Chess, you mentioned um, at the before we started recording, like, is this a Kong of continuity? So maybe there's a reason why he needed, you know, they need Kong. Maybe this one, I don't know. Fans, if anybody knows what, what the continuity is to this movie, if there is any, or and if it even matters, let us know. Apparently there is, because I've been hearing people calling this the Monsterverse. <laughs> so connecting all these monster oh, movies. Yeah. I was thinking the Kongzilla-verse. 
I, I either or, but I've heard it called actually MonsterVerse, like on 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 different websites it. and stuff. So, and the other cool thing about the movie, right, is also what helps. You know, like you were mentioning earlier, right, Rod, that Brian Cranston was in one of the Godzilla films. You know, which is obviously fucking Brian Cranston, fucking dope ass actor, Breaking Bad. Right. And we have some good actors in this movie right now too. In the new one, we, we have uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, best known as Eleven from fucking Stranger mm-hmm. Things and uh, Enola Holmes from a, a one, you know, Sherlock Holmes sister from a recent movie, which is on Netflix, which was actually great. And we also have Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta, uh, which is a great show on FX by uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Uh, also probably- And Troy the- from Community. Right, right. And probably the Prowler in the Spider-Man films, hopefully, we'll see. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's Miles Morales. He came out in Spider-Man- homecoming uh as as aaron davis i think that that's his, that was prowler's name anyway we we got some a good cast we got a good cast we got some good special effects i want to see this facts dude they caught me hook line and sinker i'm a bit of a lore whore hashtag lore <laughs> whore and the fact that they just came up with that whole background about there's a war between all the monsters like probably from they're gonna drop the word time immemorial you know some crazy shit like that of some course. esoteric <laughs> measurement of time some bug <laughs> shit. um and like i want to know the story behind that because i think that that's what the issue like how do you get godzilla to fight king kong really you need a slightly viable story you know what i mean and them uncovering this massive war you know like Probably took place on Pangea or some crazy shit before Continental. Yo, bro, I love, I love that you're you're thinking about how viable the story is. <laughs> First of all, the trailer starts with "We need Kong." Listen, man. Does, does it matter? I it does, bro. Me. It's King Kong versus Godzilla. That's Fuck all y'all gotta know. It's it's just it's, on it, HBO Max. That's fucking right. It I could like literally, the- it could literally just be what we saw in the clip that they're transporting Kongs for whatever reason, like to like the old school movie to New York to be shown on Broadway. And then Godzilla just swimming by crashes against the ship. That's it. Fight. (laughs) I'm (laughs) sold with that just by itself. I felt like I was watching the trailer for you guys. Remember this shit that came out with the rock uh, primal rage or rage or some shit with the big animals. Yeah. From the, from the old school video game. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Like I felt like I was watching a different version of that. Rampage or something? Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, Rampage. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like that. Primal That's old school. Shit. Deep cuts. Yeah. Deep, Deep cuts, yeah. Did you see the movie with The Rock? Nah. That shit was epic. For the fans that was don't it? know, Did I, you see yeah, it? I only yeah. watch uh, superhero and comic book movies exclusively. Yeah, just so I can I... deliver the news to you, the reviews I... and, <laughs> and thoughts. I sincerely and sarcastically apologize. <laughs> but before we move on from the from the this trailer, though, just because the trailer gave us a lot of good stuff and I've been seeing a lot on the news, hold, hold on to your fucking seats, guys. Because what one of the big rumors, which I'm pretty sure was going to happen in the movie, is that apparently they believe that Mecha Godzilla is going to appear in the movie. Yeah. Okay, and inside okay. Mecha Godzilla. Robert Downey Jr. Damn. And you know for Look a fact that. that Godzilla and King Kong are going to team up at the end. That's what's going to happen. And that's why yep. against Mecha Godzilla. Oh, okay, okay, there okay. I'm sold. And and then maybe what I said at the beginning, somehow Kong ends up like inside the Mecha Godzilla armor and you have Kongzilla. <laughs> no, all right. That's that's Listen, too much. Man. That's too much. That's too much. Really? 
that's too much. That we'll draw the line there. Okay, that, good that, sir. That... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, can't wait for the movie. When yeah, does it, it come out? Listen, does it matter? March 31st. March 31st, yo. My mama's birthday. Like about two weeks after, um, oh shit, shout out. <laughs> um, it'll come out like two weeks after another movie I, I heard today that's coming out in March, about mid-March. I think I've heard something. Wait, was there... Ch- Chess, maybe you know. I don't have the slightest clue what you're talking about because <laughs> I'm choosing not to. Oh. Zack Snyder's Justice League now has a release date and that is 48 days from the recording of this podcast <laughs> you'll get it seven days later or right yeah, or yeah, so yeah, it's right? about seven oh well, no a little bit so more. it'll be about 40 40 41 days from the point you listen to this so about 40 days yes what you have to wait that's all hang in there people whatever you're going through in life hang on <laughs> basically we coming your way is justice league <laughs> and of course i knew what rod was talking about but i refused to take away the pleasure of him saying the date first on this show. Thank you. It, basically, what Rod's saying is that he's jealous of you, listener or viewer, right now, <laughs> because right now, Rod, right now, is 48 days away from it. Word. You who are listening or watching are closer to it, and Rod hates yeah, the fucking guts because of it. Fucking word. future fan. Even me listening to it again <laughs> in a week, I hate him. This is like some fucking Zoom, Zoom force. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this. It's like, so technically, who you should really hate is the Rod that already saw it. Oh, shit. And the plot thickens. Yo, yeah. actually, quick, quick. We, 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 don't, we will talk about it in the future, but I really recommend. Well, I don't know. It's not comic book, really, but Tenet. Christopher Nolan, Batman fucking God that we all fucking love. His movie, Tenet, was dope <laughs> as fuck. And it has to do with everything we just said right now is involved in Tenet. So I just say, watch it. Watch it. I loved it. <laughs> I actually have to check that out just because of the sheer hype and because I love me some Christopher Nolan. Yes. I definitely want to check that shit out. Yo, but Zack Snyder's movie is officially, you know, We have uh, a date. Oh, and apparently with that, too, the other thing I heard about in the news, right? Cause we've been speculating for a while, right? Because we know it's going to be four hours. Four hours, and it's going to be four different, like, days, right? It'll be four hours, sh- I mean, a one-hour show, f- you know, for Damn, four Damn, it's going to be four four-hour days? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I-, I think it's been confirmed that it's going to be one four-hour-long feature, right? No. Oh, okay. I thought it's Most going recently. to be... I thought it is confirmed that it's a movie, but I do think it was going to be split across four days. I could be wrong, actually. I heard I it was going to be four four-hour-long features. Oh man, don't tease me like that. <laughs> that's exactly me, I can't wait. I can't wait. That, that's exactly what I heard it was gonna be. Well, wait, you this. have to fucking wait. You have to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you have no choice. That's what communism feels like. Uh but yeah, just remember there's a rod that already saw it in the time stream. I hate him. Hate I him. will say that I like the art. I like the art that for the promo for the now with the release date, it was actually pretty fucking cool. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to really watching the movie and I'm not, I'm, I've given a talk shit about it, but I am willing to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it hoping, hoping that I'm actually really going to enjoy it. Like I'm not watching it just to hate, you know, I, I, I swear, I swear. I'm not, I mean, if, if I hate, I hate it, you know, but come on. I, yeah. I, f- I feel like you are entering that movie with totally preconceived notions. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
But I'm still giving it a shot, you know, because we talked about this before. Saxon, I liked his Man of Steel movie. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It was amazing. And I mean, I do think that was his best. And I like 300, you know, but from the DC films, Man of Steel, I think, was for me his best. Because I am yet to watch this fabled BBS (laughs) Ultimate Edition. Apparently, it's so good. And all right, I'm going to have to wait till next year to watch it. I don't know. Shit. But all the mystery will end on 318. And damn, I hope. Mark your calendars. Really hope it doesn't suck. Because if it does, holy shit. Notice that you heard none of this kind of talk about the Kong versus Godzilla. All all the hate and and all of the, oh, I hope it doesn't suck. I'm walking there thinking, man, open your hearts. Open your minds, people. (laughs) This film is going to change you if you let it. Well, I mean, if you well, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like Kong and HBO Godzilla. <laughs> they have like a clean slate entering our lives. You know what I mean? Like they're not coming with any extra baggage. You know, it's like, hey, man, shit. <laughs> baggage is part of life. Speaking of clean slate <laughs> and baggages. <laughs> Thank you. I want to mention how like so now switching it back a little bit to comic books. We recently seen in comic book news of a clean slate that they're doing in the comic books, they're bringing back a terrible fucking time in the comic books. The Heroes Reborn uh, era of comic books is kind of being brought back uh, uh, in in Marvel comic books. So for those of you who might not know, Heroes Reborn was already a theme, uh, an event that happened after the end of the Onslaught event where fucking Onslaught is a combination of Magneto and Xavier, blah, 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 comic book awesomeness. And and then the main heroes of the of, of, of the Marvel universe that were not mutants, like so the Fantastic Four, Captain America, well, like in the Avengers, disappeared and lived in this pocket universe. I if I remember correctly, it was widely panned. Like people did not like this, people thought it was dumb. And then they eventually obviously brought them back to the regular universe. You uh Rob Liefeld, um uh Heroes Reborn, Captain America. Captain America. Boom, <laughs> look at them titties. Those things are huge. That's like, what? Why? Uh, sure. Shout, hey, shout out to Rob Liefeld. I mean, you know, we all have, you know, maybe he was lit that night. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> Comic industry standard. He gave us Deadpool. <laughs> yes, he gave. He did give us Deadpool and Domino. And I feel a few other characters too. Kate, Cable. No, he was involved in creating Cable. Like yeah. yeah. Was he? Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. So anyway, the bringing back Heroes Reborn for a short time period, because apparently, because right now, and we'll talk about this in a future episode in detail, actually, with special guests, there's the Enter the Phoenix event, where the Phoenix is back in the fucking world and, 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 and trying to do shit. Apparently, they already spoiled the ending for us, and they said that when the event ends, uh, uh, the Phoenix takes away the Avengers, and, 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 and so there's a world without Avengers, and that's what the Heroes Reborn uh, storyline is going to be about about not having the Avengers on. Like, what what would the world be like without the Avengers? Eh, like, I'm not... Over. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It'd be over. Like, yeah. That's it. The the only thing that I found a little bit interesting was that there's an image of a juggernaut as Doctor Doom. What, I'm like... Or Doctor Doom as juggernaut? I there don't you know. go. That yeah, makes I more think sense. That's probably it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like... Yeah. yeah, because for the fans out there, what that means is that so as where Victor Von Doom is like scarred and he knows, you know, like 
a bunch of magic on his own and he's a genius and he has his own country. Juggernaut, the power of the Juggernaut is basically based inside of the Stone of Sidorak, correct? The gem of Sidorak. Yeah, yeah, the gem of Sidorak, yeah. Um, so, and in there, you're basically, I guess, like an envoy or like a disciple, something like that, a herald of the god Sidorak, and you become right. the power of the Juggernaut. That's why you've had a couple of people in the Marvel Universe over time who have been the Juggernaut, such as Dean Marco. Um, you've had um, Colossus be the Juggernaut, which is insane if you think about it. Like, what the fuck? And who else has ever been the Juggernaut? Shit, I don't remember. For me, I think, yeah, obviously, Kane Marco, Charles Kane Marco, Xavier's yeah. bro- I said Dean brother. Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Marco. Um, Kane Marco's the classic juggernaut, uh, you know, but what? Well. <laughs> That's a cute image of this juggernaut doom. I just saw it. I'm going to throw it up right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, in, in, and Kane Marco was the classic juggernaut for the longest time. And then, and then Colossus for, uh, I, but I do think other people were, but I don't know who else, but Colossus obviously was the most famous other, cause he was juggernaut for a while. Yeah. Too. And yeah, like, just like the power level. Oh my God. That's one of those characters that like, I wish I had one of those like embossed foil cards from back in the day with like the power charts and shit. But yeah, so that means that when the ghost referred to, so somehow Victor Van Doom got his hands on the gem of Sidorak. What word like I want to read that like that's the word. main thing I want to read all the other stuff about like oh a world without Avengers like uh, my only thing that makes me a little bit interested in this is 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 that it's written by Jason Aaron you know who's been reading uh, writing the main Avengers book and I, and and he's written a lot of great books Jason Aaron so I'm a fan of his work uh, especially his Thor run is one of the most incredible Thor runs in in recent history. And that's wow. saying a lot because there's there's there Matt Fraction had a great run, uh, 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 uh Walt S- S- Mike, Simonson, yeah, yeah, Michael J. Straczynski, mm-hmm. right? I think he was right before favorite. Fraction, yeah, that was great, that's my favorite, yeah. So, I don't know, but what do you guys think of this Heroes Reborn reboot kind of thing going on? I mean, shit, in my opinion, is like it's not like we have a choice in the matter, it's the endless cycle of life of the comic book universes it's almost some like hindu religious text shit you know what i mean what is like just like an endless cycle of existence and death for the universe <laughs> that's what comic book companies go through right and like we mentioned last episode appeal to the nostalgia you know g- g- give us some foil covers i think they've done that like written <laughs> like not not too distant past like just old school stuff you know just to get some people to buy some some paper books Yo, if they give us foil covers again like that, or like, do you remember those ones? Were they specifically in the X-Men Fatal Attraction story, I think, where they had the holograms in them? Of course. Oh, my God. I would buy that shit like that right now. You know what? The storyline where, like, uh, Magneto pulled adamantium from, I remember that was the ultimate playground discussion. Like, yo, did you know that Magneto can pull the adamantium and control Wolverine? I'm like, what? Shut up. Boom. I actually, I fucking that, I, I, I'll never forget. I was like young, obviously a kid, I think when I read that, when it came out and I do remember, I think, I think it was X-Men number 25 when that happened, that epic moment where Magneto, they were fighting on Asteroid M, right? I think it was, or Avalon. I don't remember what it was. Uh, uh, I think it was Asteroid M and Magneto rips out the fucking adamantium out of Wolverine. Is that Jim Lee or no? I don't oh. remember, honestly. That was, I think, uh, uh, one of the uh, the Cuberts. 
uh, Andy or Adam. I don't remember which one. And then didn't that give us that era of then like that funeral like Wolverine where he had like the like the bandana over his face and his bone yes. claws. And then that progressed into like the brown suit Wolverine, right? When he was on like the comeback tour. I, I think the brown it... suit debuted in a Frank Miller arc. No? Yeah, earlier. The brown earlier, suit. Earlier, earlier. Earlier. Oh, shit. Yeah, I thought yeah, it came after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think from the famous like Frank Miller Wolverine, you know, book you know uh which i think was either the first wolverine solo book or something but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. back in the day one big thing about that storyline was that it at that time we didn't know if the adamantium was either part of his mutant power or it was like um you know something extra you know or like if they take the adamantium away does he not have claws and people didn't know that and so when we saw him I think it's, it's the next issue, which I think was in Wolverine, where he pops out his claws for the first time with mad blood and shit, and it's bone. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, the bones are obviously still... Because this is way before even, like, all the Wolverine origins, where we finally re- they revealed a bunch of shit about his past. Like, you know, I don't think I don't think we even knew his name was James Howlett at that point, you know? Yeah, we're... I remember the first time I learned that, I was like, holy crap. Wasn't, like, all his info was supposed to go, like, unknown and shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, <laughs> how did we get to that part? Like, I don't remember. Oh, about deep cuts. Deep yeah, facts. Cuts. Yes, facts. But well, and actually, I think to take advantage of that. Speaking of Wolverine and the X Men, and about you know some some news that I am more excited about, you know, because the Heroes Reborn thing, fuck it, whatever. I'm gonna read it just because Jason Aaron. But for X Men though, they're doing something historical basically for the first time because we've talked about this before listen to the uh loc apocalypse episode from last season the x-men are in krakoa they're living a very new life new status quo and so because of that they're going to have a brand new x-men team and the big thing about this is that they're letting people vote i mean well first of all they're letting the, the mutants on krakoa vote for who do they want them to represent them as X-Men, as the protectors of mutantdom, Afrokoa, and all that. But you and us, regular humans on this regular Earth, we can actually vote for the last member of, of, the, um, of, of the X-Men uh, up on Marvel right now. Uh, Who are the candidates so far? <laughs> so, because the, the voting ends on February 2nd, which I think... I think if you're listening to this episode, the voting's closed. I think I'm not yeah. even sure. If you're listening to this and this is news to you, you failed. You, you failed. You, you really... No, no, what? You should be getting the news from us. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, because... Oh, yeah, because if they're getting it from us, then they missed the chance to vote. <laughs> well, I guess, yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well, honestly, no. I think that's a very good point is to make a shout out of like, if you're listening to us right now and you didn't know, you're like, what? Why well, I would have liked to vote it. Follow us on Instagram, people. Follow us on Instagram at Legion right. on Zoom or Facebook or Twitter, but mostly Instagram. That's where we're more active. Um, and we posted there the moment the polls were open, uh, uh, and 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 who we support. <laughs> At least who the vote I matters. The vote that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So follow us on social media. But yes, yeah, so the candidates for the last member of the X Men team are Banshee, Polaris, Forge, Boom Boom, Tempo, who I had no idea who she was, Cannonball. Sunspot, Strong Guy, Marrow, and Armor. 
who what, what do you guys think who would you vote for guys not boom boom no not boom boom no. based on name but I'd instantly vote... i'm going for a strong guy oh Robert. okay forge oh then we got strong guy and forge and i think Weren't they so strong? X Force, X Factor, no X Factor, yeah, right, X Factor. Because Strong Guy was on X Factor for sure. Was Forge a member of X Factor? Damn, deep cuts. They're X some shit. <laughs> yeah, they're X affiliated. Because <laughs> he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forge was on X Factor too. Exactly. He was involved. He replaced Valerie Cooper as a new government liaison to the team X Factor. Thank you, Wikipedia. Facts. <laughs> Bro, we, we deserve an X Factor movie. Word. That hasn't been done yet. Wait. Or um, X Force. Wait, there was an X Force movie, no? The one on Fox from back in the day? Wasn't that X Force? No, no. The God, that, was that, was, movie? that was Generation X. Ah, Generation damn, X. deep cuts, yo. Uh, here's, the, here's Generation X for you guys that have never <laughs> seen this before. Yo, I still remember that. I still remember that. <laughs> And we will take advantage to say shout out to the future guests, generations of X. The uh, are great Word. podcast for very heavy, heavy X Men related lore. Uh, they will be in a, a, a guest on our show, which obviously their name comes from Generation, yeah. you know, Generation X, from the book, not probably not the, the movie. Yeah, if you want to definitely go down that X Men universe rabbit hole, they're the authorities because it's like. It's always baffled me how X-Men is almost a universe onto itself. Like the biosphere, I think, for lack of a better term, I guess, like 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 that X-Men are within, that shit could be its own, like its own comic book company. And oh, like Lord. yeah, it's just like and it's it, it almost bothers me like how isolated they are. Like, damn, like do do mutants just like not fuck with metas? You know, in like the Marvel universe, is there like a divide between you know, like just straight up metas and mutants in Marvel? I mean, I think it's just because the X Men speak more to like the fan than the Avengers do, and they just rival them in power. Because I think X Men number one by but Jim Lee and Miguel, you know the, who the writer of that X Men number one is. One of the top selling comic oh, books. I think it's the highest selling single comic book of all time. Yep. And then you have the think- the cartoon. In the uh, in the nineties, I think wasn't that Fabian Niciesa, the 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 writer from the first segment, or was that Chris Claremont? No, I think that would have been Chris Claremont actually. Yeah, might have. I'm thinking that sounds like it's the one. But yeah, you know the X Men. Come on, and, and you know they had their own movie universe. Yeah, like that's what much are. I, yeah, like they're like a universe unto themselves. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, correct. Chris Claremont, classic X-Men writer. For, he was writing Uncanny X-Men for a long time, gave us Dark Phoenix and other amazing stories. He wrote X-Men number one with Jim Lee, young Jim Lee, first starting at comic books, I think, uh, and doing an epic X-Men. And like you said, exactly, one of the, I think, is the highest selling comic book uh, uh, currently still. For the record, if he dropped the mixtape under the moniker Young Jim Lee, I'd listen. <laughs> yes! Your hashtag Jung Jim Lee. Facts. Facts. All right. So but you guys got you guys got strong guy oh, from why, X- why not just Young Lee? No. Nah. Then you wouldn't be able to differentiate if that's just his name or his rap name. That is a little racist. Not in front. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> speaking of Asian, <laughs> speaking of Asian yeah, individuals. We canceled twice so far in this episode. Right, boom, I canceled canceled Rod. Rod. Yeah. Right there. 
Let's go. Man, that's two. I gotta <laughs> chill. <laughs> the warriors, that the new social justice warriors are gonna come after me. Facts, right, wildin'. Jeez. They should make it when they make that movie for the MCU, they should make them all social justice warriors and just make it like the most obnoxious super team of all time. <laughs> I can't make them different. I can't wait until like the Wayne's brothers make some kind of parody about that. Like just like a social justice warriors, like superhero team. I could see that. I can see it on Saturday Night Live or something right now. Come on. What's up Saturday Night Live? Listen, do it. Cause I'm sure you're That's listening just- to us right now. Yeah, words. That's a skit or like movie parody we need in this world. Good lord. Word. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I, I vote for Forge though. Like, I think Forge is one of the most underappreciated mutants in all of Marvel or in like the X Men verse because I think did we get Forge in the movies? Mm-hmm. So I look don't at that. So. Like, dude, imagine the shit they could have done. Because he with- whacked. Nah. Nah, nah, you nah. You what? You what? I remember the ultimate peg warmer action figure for the X-Men was the Forge figure because nobody knew what the hell he did. He just like some dude. He makes. He looks kind of Native American. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's Get a, a technopath. Yeah, facts, Get out bro. Of here with that. Nah, man, nah. Yo, I will recommend everybody right now to read the current X-Force book written by Benjamin Percy which has uh, Forge on the team loving it because Forge is fucking using Krakoa, the living mutant island, to create weapons for the X-Men or for, for X-Force. So cool. So dope. I, I, I love it's it. It's true, but, and, but that's because that speaks more to the, the skills of Jonathan Hickman than it does to the character of Forge that nobody gives a fuck about. Jeez. Anyway. Nobody gives a fuck about you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, my vote is for armor. I liked armor. It's mad generic. Uh, nah, but like, what, what, what? Uh, uh, she's fucking some got some dope ass powers of fucking making her armor. And actually, I just started re- watching thanks to Netflix the X Men anime <laughs> from a few years ago, and it, 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 it armor is uh, one of the key characters in the first uh, few episodes that they're going off the saber. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd like to see her be like a, a proper uh, 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 member of the X-Men. Uh, but actually, she's a, she's actually quite integral right now for the S.W.O.R.D. Uh, comic book, which I mentioned, I think, in the last episode, which relates back to fucking WandaVision, were... which we're about to get into. Everything ties back to it. Just Everything. Like and so because of that, I wouldn't want to see her leave S.W.O.R.D. I would rather have her stay in S.W.O.R.D. than join the X-Men. But they actually just came out, fucking Marvel came out right now with fucking uh, early voting or something like that, preliminary. And apparently Polaris is winning. She is ahead in, in terms of the voting that's gone in so far. So. I think about that Megadeth song. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong. Oh, yes! From uh, Rust in Peace, one of my all-time favorite metal albums. The I'm going to throw up uh, Vic Rattlehead right now. Hell Boom. yeah. Isn't Polaris a daughter of Magneto, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, she is. Okay, she's just wanted to make sure I wasn't bugging. Technically, technically, which is going to be a good segue, technically she is the only daughter of Magneto, right? Because Wanda Maximoff and Pietro Maximoff are not children of Magneto. Because they retconned that. Uh, out of the comic. And we actually we went over that I think in one of the episodes. I remember you you elucidated on how that was. Look at that twenty five dollar word. But yo, speaking of Wanda and Pietro, que pedo? What's up with? 
Spoiler alert! Fucking WandaVision, guys. Jeez. Yo, this was the episode that just gave you the strength for you to undo the whole sweater, yo. Like, I was, like, this was, like, MCU being at the movies level shit, in my opinion. I have a very specific... I agree. I agree 100% chess. But I have a very specific question to you, Rod. Last episode when we recorded, you clearly said, like, I'm not that invested in the show. And that was actually before you saw episode three. So this is episode four now. Rod, where you're at in your investment with WandaVision? Dímelo. I will say that this was a longer episode as well. And okay, so, all right, I'm seeing the how clever the show is now. Because now it's becoming the show that we thought it was going to be. Facts. So they kind of, in a way, like, fooled us to some degree right it was a mystery and it still is um but yeah this episode definitely got me a bit more invested um great acting uh with monica rambeau as the centerpiece and they bring in the whole final snap a lot lot of things were clicking on this one even some humor we got kat dennings again reprising her role Dude, just I think treats. We talked about that a little yeah. bit already. Yeah, and so, yeah, Doctor, Doctor Darcy, or whatever. Like uh, Chess said, it was the first experience where you feel like you're watching an MCU movie. So, shout out to Disney Plus. Yeah, man. Like I was so shocked, and um, I had mentioned to the guys that I had like a little bit of a theory. Well, to you guys, when I said the guys I was talking to the audience, um, that I had like a little bit of theory of what was going on, and can. Can I finally state that? Do so it. So before it before I saw the episode, I swear before I saw the episode, after I found out what sword was, I came up with the theory that Colonel Von Strucker, who's one of the heads of Hydra, and Hydra are currently keeping Wanda prisoner, and that sword is trying to rescue her. And when I saw the episode, half of that was basically confirmed. The other half is still me speculating when it comes to Hydra and Von Strucker, but. Oh shit, that the way everything tied in together, even tied into the Captain Marvel movie. Like, dude, it was like to quote the dude from Mortal Kombat, flawless victory. <laughs> Yo, yes, the so exactly right. We found out right now, finally, they've properly introduced us to Sword, right? Which is which is named somewhat differently from the actual comic because the, the 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 in the comic books it's it's refers to a sentient world observation and response department, but in the MCU it's sentient weapon observation and response department, which is an yeah, interesting. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Hashtag bureaucracy. And it's cool how they're still, though, focusing, like, it feels like they're talking about, like, they do have plans for space, right? And they have, and apparently Monica Rambeau, before she got uh, uh, snapped away, uh, she was involved in some kind of space programs, right? So they're giving her only Earth missions, you know? Which is cool, because it's kind of like, all right, you're kind of sword from space, but it's a little bit different, right? Uh, So that's fucking cool. And so they are involved in monitoring this, the whole thing, though, about like, so is Wanda being manipulated in a way to do this versus she's doing it on her own? I, I still don't know, you know, a part of me, at least from these clips that we saw, I feel bad for her because I still feel I feel that it might be all her. But I have I have theories and, and I think I've read some shit online, but but like I think so far it's seeing like who could be. Then you what's know. up with all those like Hydra commercials? 
You know what I mean? Like this is a good point. That seems to one the nose. And um, to refer back to when we did some further speculation on the show, when it came to Eamon the beekeeper, it's crazy how like the hazmat suit became the beekeeper suit. So do you guys think the whole aim thing is like essentially like that's gone? It's been nullified? I think so. I don't Who know, knows, man. Who knows? Yeah, well, I don't know, cause actually, I'm so I'm so holding on to that, cause I love that fucking comment that Rod made about the piece, uh, the beekeeper and 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 aim. I'm still holding on because like, I remember at the beginning of this episode, right when when we see uh, uh, Darcy, right, Doctor Doctor Winters, I think her name is, is being brought in. There's a lot of scientists, right, and scientists from different fields. Who's to say, and, we, and we're seeing S.W.O.R.D. is working with FBI, who's to say that they're not working with AIM? And that AIM, it, I don't remember how AIM ends at Iron Man 3. Is it officially known as like a illegitimate organization? Or, or was it only Guy Pierce who was illegitimate and then AIM was still official, you know? I try to forget a lot of Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah, I was so upset about John Favreau leaving that like I only saw that one like twice or once. I think I only saw yeah. it once. twice. I think I only saw it once. Yeah, no, and I didn't like the whole Mandarin uh, uh reveal where it was like, oh, it's just a joke. It's not really the Mandarin. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, uh, like that's, I wasn't no. But exactly, thing so, is- so so it makes me think that aim might still be a play. You know, either they could do it where that they're working with aim. That's another organization involved right now. Or it'll they might do that old school Hydra shit where like AIM has infiltrated members of like FBI and and sword or something. Lit. That'd be awesome. So that that I'm I'm still I'm still holding on to that. I'm still holding on to that. What I'm questioning is how did Monica Rambeau not die after getting blasted through those walls? That's a good point. Like she got blasted through walls. Because it would suck. But imagine but it, if she just killed her. That'd be more of a DC kind of kind of spin. <laughs> and that's why her. And that's why I like DC. Word. Like, like, come on now. You, you like you slam somebody through that many walls and shoot them out for almost like a hundred yards or over. They're gonna die. <laughs> like speaking of death in DC, uh, after our WandaVision deep dive, I'm gonna deep dive into the DC um, animated movie universe for a treatment. Hell yeah! A treatment. Hashtag treatment. Dude, you know what bugged me out when when they show like the dead vision is like, oh, shit. It was like a it was like a very soft, like the Walking Dead ish type moment. Oh, my God. That was like, honestly, me and my wife are watching this together and we both jumped like once we saw that scene because I really wasn't expecting. It really? You guys jumped? Bit. Yeah. No, it was like, oh, shit. Like it was surprised that like I was not expecting them to show us vision with his half of his yeah, head. Missing, that you was know? crazy. Like, fuck. Like, it was like, ugh. And it's kind of like it told you something about how well-constructed of a character Vision is because technically he's just a robot. But when you saw that, you felt that, like, it was jarring. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when they tore apart Ultron, you were like, yeah, it's a machine or whatever. But when you saw Vision, it's like, oh, shit. Like, that guy has his head caved in. You know what I mean? Like, it told you something about how we feel about Vision. And also, Paul Bettany's the shit, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yes. Man, no, I, I, I love this episode. I, I, I there's there's still so much fucking I'm loving how they're now connecting it with everything else. Right. Yeah. With, like with the snap. I love seeing Monica Rambeau, like dealing with that. When you're asking, like, how did she survive the thing? You know, I'm actually wondering, does Monica Rambeau 
have her powers right now like you know the ones from 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 the comic books you know because actually i don't remember i need to rewatch it when she goes back to sword you know for the fans you you, you watch it you know she's got snapped away five years later she comes back she's confused she doesn't know what the fuck's going on but Which apparently she was fucking love that but she's already working for sword right and so now she she goes back to sword you know three weeks later to, to you know go get back to work and there's um uh, uh, he say? a frame, uh, a photo. I think it's of her. Oh, yeah, no? No, no, it's of her mom. Cause oh, was it her mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, um, her mom was um, I forgot who Captain Marvel's name is. Like her um, Carol Monica Rambo, and the mom is Marie Ma- Maria Rambo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Maria Rambo is Dan versus friend in the Captain Marvel movie, and Monica Rambo is the little girl in the Captain Marvel movie. So that's her mom. So she's kind of like a legacy agent or something like that. Right. Yeah. And her mom was one of the founders of the, of sword. Yeah. Of sword. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, um, quick side note, what's up with the guy at the front desk of sword being a dick straight up. Like, yeah, (laughs) just like, like if you worked here, it would have worked right. Like, yo bro, fuck you. Like you need that guy in the Marvel movie though. There's a jerk. (laughs) I feel like that guy's nice. Real world. Remember, uh, uh, in Spider-Man, um, What's the actor that, that worked with Sam Raimi in uh, Army of the Dead? He he's like a jerk. He's like a, a concierge in Spider Man Two. No, I can't recall. I can't right or you know Army of Darkness, right? Nah. What? Nah. <laughs> nah, Get the bro. fuck out of here! Nah. Hold on, let me Google something. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. Because it said Maria Rambo. In quotation, photon. photon, which is actually Monica Rambo's a code name, one of her many code names in in the Marvel universe, uh, in the in the you know six one six comic book world. Uh, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, um, in in the in in the show, you know, to bring back, you know, to, to give her her powers the same way as in the books, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Or and that's or, uh, that guy was Bruce Campbell. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, from Army of Darkness. Oh, dude, Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell's the man. He's mad epic. Um, but you remember him in Spider Man Two, though, right? I let me see. Was he like? Oh no, I mean, I, he wasn't. <laughs> Wait, who was he? What was going on? That, no, that Peter's think? late. Peter's late for Mary Jane's performance, and he just gets there like at the you know. Ver- yeah, he, I remember he, that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. nick of time or whatever, and the guy's like, like, excuse me, sir. Took in your shirt, and then he's making him do all these things, and then he yeah, tells him he can't go in. Because wasn't anyway, I'm sorry, folks. Wasn't Bruce Campbell like the ring announcer when? Yeah, uh, he was Spider Man as well fought, yeah. as the announcer. Yeah, <laughs> when he fought a uh, bone saw or some shit. Yeah, like that. Uh, played by Macho Man Randy Savage. R.I.P. and shout out. Yeah, facts. Oh yeah, Bruce Campbell, yeah. and he's most and he's like famously known for those uh, the one with the fucking chainsaw thing. That oh yeah, Ash hand. versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, Ash for the Evil Dead. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Now I'm like fucking. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to Wandavision. So this Monica <laughs> Rambeau. Yeah. So her mother's a founder of Sword, and an epic one at that because she had contingency plans for in the event that people were snapped back into reality. That's like Nick Fury level shit. That's exactly what I was thinking. So oh, yeah, badass. Maybe you'll get a flashback scene with her or something. And so I have two comments for one division left. Like one, like for that, I honestly I love that, but I really, really, really would love for them to introduce us Abigail Brandt, who she's the who she's the 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 commander for Sword in the in the books, 
and, and she's a fucking badass girl. She's fucking dope ass. She's like, she's got this dope green hair, and she's just, she's just a badass. She's like a Maria Hill, basically, but like for the for the mutant world. And that'd be fucking interesting to see because Abigail Brandt is half alien, half human, and her mutant si- and her human side is a mutant. She got her X gene from her mom, and her dad is an alien, which I believe they've never disclosed. Um, what race, alien race, it's all been very ambiguous. That is and not so, confusing. No, <laughs> exactly. And so I would love, 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 love if they introduce us ever go brand because I feel that will get, it gets us closer to like the X-Men with this. I, I, I think that'd be fucking dope. So long as we don't get this Forge character you guys are in love with. <laughs> Listen, man, Forge is life. Yo. You're moving Forge. on. So, vision. Uh, it finally got good. Yeah, that's that's my my review. What do you so, mean uh, finally? Uh, I feel like you finally got good. <laughs> oh, that's that's good though. That's that's progress. That means the whole time things, before this, you have not been good. Speaking of good things that the universe has bestowed upon us, which nice. are plentiful if you look deep enough, the <laughs> DC animated movie universe. All right. Wait, 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 wait! Before you get into this, bro, I got one last Wandavision thing <laughs> to say. Sorry. One last. That, that, I'm sorry, dude. That I think this is. I think I think this is we need to discuss. We need to immediately say. All right, all right. And I've been seeing some people talk about this, you know. So, right. We we know in the original story when Wanda gets pregnant and then she has to get rid of the kids, it has something to do with I think one of Chez's favorite characters, Mephisto. Yes. Fucking Satan on the fucking comic books, right? And so there's a lot of speculation. If you have one of you guys noticed in the fucking um episode that the perimeter around this New Jersey town of Westview, which parentheses, I mentioned before that the show's based off of also the the Vision and Scarlet Witch book from back in the day, which they lived in New Jersey in a little fucking town. I don't remember if it was called Westview, actually. So that's kind of fun that they did that. The perimeter is shaped as a hexagon. And so apparently the hexagon oh, on the is table, like, they showed that. Mm-hmm. And they keep asking, yep. they're like, why is it a hexagon? Why is it a hexagon? And the hexagon is is not obviously as important as like the typical pentagrams, right? From fucking in the occult. But the hexagram is important to some degree in the occult and all that kind of stuff. And if you guys noticed at the end, right? Because at the end, that's when shit got fucking creepy as Word. fuck, right? That's when we saw fucking Vision appear with fucking his head missing because of the stone that got removed from Thanos. And you see that Wanda psychotic and shit. Right, right. And then the show ends. Do you guys remember what song was played at the end? Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Yes. From Jimi Hendrix. So Voodoo Child. It's so it's either referencing that Wanda is being a, she's the voodoo child you know that she's being influenced as a voodoo doll by some kind of either bigger power you could say mephisto you could That'd say maybe insane yes you could say either agatha harkness who's a classic character in the wanda books in the scarlet witch books but she's supposed to be a good person that helps wanda so i don't think it's her there's also like that devil that um ghostwriter deals with mephistopheles well no he Black deals Heart. with I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I thought he dealt with Mephisto a bit, no? 
no, 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 no. I think um like the um I think the demon that goes for the deal with name is Mephistopheles or some shit like that. Um, Blackheart is like the sun in that movie, I think, or some crazy shit like that. Anyway, but there's like a whole bevy of like those cosmic evil motherfuckers. All right, damn. But see, there's fucking shit. There's so there's so much so much stuff that can lead to this. So we don't know. So what's happening, right? So we got the hexagram. We got fucking uh, uh, Wanda fucking freaking out. We're seeing a creepy ass dead fucking vision. Is Mephisto involved in some way, trying to get her to you know? Give birth to because apparently in Holy the comic shit. books, Jesus, in the dark. comic books, <laughs> the original kids have a soul or something of Mephisto or something. Damn. And so she just gave birth to two kids, guys. And when Who you're ta- said gonna become Jung Avengers, but anyway. And when you're talking with that level of evil and darkness, the sorcerer supreme has to step in, and maybe that's how you get ties to Doctor Strange. The picture's becoming clear. This yeah. is crazy. crazy. I mean, it, it makes sense to make Mephisto the, the big baddie for um, Doctor Strange too. That'd be so And, and also just thing. as a um, about the whole hex thing, Wanda's powers have often be re- been referred to as hex magic. So, but yeah. you know what? I, I like the Mephisto theory because of the way um, that Wanda's powers manifest. I thought that was cool that we get to see that in this episode, like when she's doing her whole like thing. Like, like that, I forget how cool... They made her 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 powers in the MCU. So yeah, um, I think it's also called what like chaos magic or some shit. Yeah, too? chaos. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, exactly. And so, and I love that too because I do really Damn, think that's cool. I do really think that this episode really, really showed us the level of her power because, as you said, she fucking sent Monica Rambo flying out, right? First of all, I feel this is the part that makes me think that she is being manipulated by somebody because, as you said, how did Monica Rambo not die? I feel that probably Scarlet Witch Wanda protected her to some way, right? Like just that a little bit. Gave her some kind of force field to just blow you across fucking all these walls that would break your back and neck, you know? Protected her. How? You know, because she's still kind of me fighting what's ever mm-hmm. happening. But Dude, like we fucking saw her fucking blow her away and then recreate the fucking walls and anything like nothing happened. Like that is epic level power that she hasn't shown in the fucking movies yet, which Dude, goes more to the comic books. As soon as I thought that, I was like, that's some Franklin Richards-esque level power. That's some Yo, godlike reality man. altering shit, bro. Most Yo. highly anticipated MCU characters right there. <laughs> One of them is Franklin Richards. I... I I think it would be a good idea for them to go like the Raven route and maybe make Mephisto her father or some wild shit Ooh, like that. Damn. And just beat DC to the punch again in the in the <laughs> like live action world. And just like, because you, you might as well, like that seemed like it'd be really cool if if that's like her fucking father. And then you, you'd have a reason for, you know, uh, Doctor Strange to fight her potentially in uh, the multiverse of madness. If she's under Mephisto's control, but, anyway, then, but then it's kind of like, wouldn't so that much. make that would also make Pietro a child of Mephisto, though, which would be kind of bugged out if you think about it. Like, that'd be weird. That that part would be a little bit hard to explain. Like, unless- I honestly would love, love, love if in the MCU they were the retcon, the retcon of the comics, and they make Magneto, the MCU Magneto, the fucking father of Wanda and Pietro, and they bring us back 
the family in the comics because of that. I, I would, Burn. I would prefer that. That'd but, be that'd whatever. Be a... It's fucking dope. It's regardless. I'm like, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see what happened. The other part about the Voodoo Child, it made me think about Doctor Voodoo, the other the the member of the Avenger who was Sorcerer Supreme for a while. Uh, uh, but I don't think they'll or, go that route because he's a never good know. guy too. But I don't know. Well, I mean, he could come into play instead of Doctor Strange since he's he's at that level of power in like the magical playing field of Marvel. One does not easily just get picked for Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> so that, that's definitely an arena where they could introduce Dr. Voodoo. That'd be pretty epic. Maybe that's what the song is even hinting at. Who you, knows? You think he's PC enough for like this current climate like of characters? They did Papa Probably. Midnight. And Papa Midnight was well done. Shout out yeah. to, uh, I hope I don't butcher his name, Demon Houndsu, I think. The dude who played Papa Midnight in the Keanu Reeves Constantine. I really enjoyed that. That was pretty epic. But yeah, um, they, I'm pretty sure they could come up with a very solid way to do um, Dr. Didn't they do Dr. Voodoo in um, the Constantine miniseries or no? Wasn't there like a character kind of like that? Well, that's not Dr. Voodoo from oh, the Marvel oh, book. Never mind. Right? Never, mind never mind. Exactly, never, yeah. mind never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Forget that whole train of thought I was going. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop that right where that was going. I was going inter-universe right there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but what's up, WandaVision? Any last comments? Anybody had? Like, that's fucking... That's, Dude, I, I think that's as far as I'm gone. I literally have, like, no idea where the fuck the next episode is going to go. Because shit, that which is crazy. That's bugged the fuck out. I can't wait. This shit is amazing. Shit is amazing. Like, and this just speaks so highly of the rest of the shows we're going to get. Imagine Loki! Imagine Loki! It, like, I don't know. Y'all, ga- y'all gassing the hell out this show. You gassing the hell I out of you. What? How are you not liking the show, bro? What the fuck? I don't or, know, man. Yeah, whatever, man. What up? That's probably because you were too engrossed in the DCEU. Is that right, Monica? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, Chaz. Yeah. Let, let, let's hear about your <laughs> DC you animated. Bastard. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> All right, let me break this down for you fans. So right now, <laughs> if you have HBO Max, you can go on there. And they pulled it down off of the front. I like that they had it before, like, on the on the home screen in order. So you can just watch them straight through. So you might – they took that off to put, like, other other themes, whatever. Anyway, you can find the, the viewing order online or just watch the essential movies. It's uh, 16 movies in total. But if you just want the main um, storyline, it's only, like, four Right. And OK, so let's start to see it from the top. It's uh, it starts with Flashpoint Paradox. And I've spoken about that movie a lot based off of Jeff John's um, story of the same name. It's like a, a DC reboot storyline done in an amazing fashion. And then they animated it, which is arguably my all time favorite DC animated movie. So that one kicks it off. And so, as you know, that movie that or that event reset the DC universe and gave birth to the new 52, which this year turns 10 years old. Damn. In oh. August. Right. So, um, they got, fuck, man. Shout out to DC Comics. Word. So the first movie, you know, is just like the introduction to the, to the Justice League. They meet each other. They fight Darkseid. They win, blah, blah, blah. And it continues over a long arc of Batman movies. You get... I think uh, two Teen Titan or three Teen Titan movies, uh, four Batman movies, the highest um, grossing movie 
of all of them, I want you guys to take a guess. Which one do you think made the most money? From the from the animated films. The DC animated movie universe. Apocalypse World. Which is also the highest grossing trade paperback of all time. Um, and that is The Death of Superman. Oh! Which may oh, be my awesome. favorite Superman. Well, that and Grant Morrison's All-Star. The, you know yes. the, the most yeah the most recognizable superman story right Hell he became yeah. he just blew up whatever it wasn't the internet back then it was like newspapers and your local news stations and your local comic book stores right? i remember book- I, I remember being a kid in tijuana mexico and and seeing it on the news when it came out you know the, that's I'm like, great yo they're talking about comic books in the daily news, so six o'clock today, so somebody got murdered and whatnot, but also Superman, Superman died. died. You know, it's like, what the fuck? That was That's huge, news, bro. man. Fuck. And then after that, like the president was just elected and you know, whatever. Anyway, this story <laughs> was it was huge, and they actually pulled it off really well. You know, we've seen it live action in a way, we've seen it in comic book, we've seen it animated twice. So, yeah, this one is a centerpiece to the whole um arc now. Uh, Shout out to Best Performance, who I didn't really know until the second go around was Rosario Dawson as Diana Prince, oh, uh, oh, aka hey. Wonder Woman. Shout out I, to Rosario Dawson. Word, yeah, she. I love her performance. The standalone Wonder Woman movie didn't perform well. It's called Wonder Woman Bloodlines, but I, it is better than 1984. Damn. Oh, then I have to watch it immediately because yeah, actually that's one of the few films I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one and the Aquaman Man, the the King of Atlantis, what I think it's called. Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Throne of Atlantis. I haven't seen those two one. yet. But that but one's good to know. You can definitely pass on that one. It wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, if you're a completist, obviously watch them all. And okay, favorite character. John Constantine. Ooh. Now, John Constantine got integrated into DC proper by Jeff Johns in Brightest Day, which was the fallout to Blackest Night, which we've gone deep, deep into last season. Love it. Um, so he gets his own movie, which also was um, shown on the CW Seed. Uh, so it didn't sell that well, you know, with regard to numbers, whatever. It's a standalone a Constantine movie. It's pretty fucking dope. So, yeah, and then he gets to finish this entire uh, series of films. You end with um, Apocalypse War. That I won't go into. We've already d- done a deep dive on that. <laughs> but you get the completion of his arc throughout, you know, these films. Wait. He doesn't appear until Justice League Dark, which is another film in the series. But so which one? So Constantine has had his own standalone animated movie? It's called, I think, City of Demons. If I'm not oh, mistaken. I gotta watch this. I didn't know it's that. Also on what? HBO Max. That was the only one I hadn't seen up until this complete rewatch. No way. I, I thought it was gonna be whack because it came out on the CW seed and I didn't have faith. But it, it's it's a CW seed show, but it's it's part of the DC um, animated movie universe. So I definitely want to check that out. It. You said it's on check HBO it Max, right? Yep, these are all HBO Max. And obviously DC hasn't, you know, succeeded in the way that Marvel has with their cinematic movies. If you want, um, you know, maybe there's only room at the top for one, you know, at at any given era. So this is the closest you'll ever get 
to the MCU with regards to DC characters? Is this um, D-A-M-U-C, whatever. D-C-E-U. DC animated movie universe. There's my treatment, people. Go yes! watch it. Consider us enlightened and a half. And I'm definitely going to check out that Constantine movie. Damn, it's just too bad that that greatness could have transferred to live action. Or who knows? We'll find that on 318. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll see what's up. Right, right? Like, yeah, no, but that's a good treatment. No, and honestly, those were fucking great movies, man. Yeah, honestly, they, they were a lot of, and, and I like like I mentioned, there's, there's actually now three that I haven't seen, which is the Wonder Woman Blood Ties, the, the Justice League Throne of Atlantis, and the Constantine ones. Those are the ones I haven't seen. For example, would the Deathstroke one fall within that too or, or not? No, that's a separate. The Judas Contract? Separate. Oh. No, I, I think that's separate, right? Knights, yeah. and, Knights and Dragons. That's what I mean, yeah. But the Judas Contract, that was also definitely um, ranked high on that my was, list. Yeah, that yeah, was that, a good that, one. That, yeah, that, yeah. Shit, that shit was done. Oh, yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. Last point. I liked how they um, – this was like the based off of the DC, the new 52 DC universe – and they still gave us classic stories. They gave us Hush. They gave us Death of Superman. Um, so, you know, all, all these things were cool. Like, they managed to, instead of making them standalone movies, which they could have, like Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns, they chose to, to make it part of this, um, this timeline. So that was pretty cool. No, exactly. And that's what's really cool, right? Because they also did these old classic stories, right? Like Hush, like Death of Superman, Reign of Superman, right? in in the new 52 type of universe right because obviously the reign of superman story we didn't get that in new 52 that was way before that was a classic run right also hush that was before the new 52 but with the animated universe that they had we kind of got to see those two worlds mixed together and it was actually really fucking cool to see that you know like i it was, I, it was I overdue it a in a sense it was definitely overdue in a sense Shit. Yeah, yeah, Marvel completely dropped out of the the animated feature length game. They're like, yo, DC, you got that. You got that. We're gonna dominate this. And now they're dominating television, right? With WandaVision. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But at least at least DC hasn't done that bad with T with TV though. But but Marvel is starting to beat them, right? You know, because for example, you know, we got yeah, we, true. We had Titans, right? And we got the CW verse and and some of the HBO Max, you know, the DC Universe, now HBO Max shows are not that bad, but they're not the quality that we're getting so far from the Disney Plus, right? Uh, but that's that that's some cool stuff. So, Rod, so what do you think is going to happen next with the, with the next iteration, right? Because we've talked about this at length with Apocalypse War, right? The, the universe ended, it got rebooted, and now we had, I think, what was it? Man of, Superman, Man of Tomorrow movie, right? And... And that, is that it? What, what, so what's happening next? I don't think they've, they're going to establish, I don't know if they're going to establish another continuity right now. I don't see that happening with any of their, they're probably still their either animated shows or anything like that. It's that whole multiverse thing. Like my, I don't know, maybe they'll just keep running with the whole, whole multiverse thing. It could go anywhere. It could go anywhere. Which We're is still- the great thing about the multiverse. Word. We're still due for a Superman uh, Man of Tomorrow review, which I think only Rod's seen it, right? Yeah, and that's also on HBO Max. What? 
Is Yo, it? HBO Max is fully. Yeah. Free. Yo, HBO Max is fire, people. No, we're not sponsored. Nah. QHBO Max <laughs> HD logo. Man, at this point, it's HBO Facts. Yes. Wait, so that's the last, the, the latest movie, right? The one that we talked about, the one that Chaz said was, Actually, was it like. Batman Soul of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, we, we yeah, should yeah. watch. You got to watch that too. That's the latest release. Yeah. And that's also in its own, you know, bubble. Right, because it's that that's that Superman movie that Chess you said was like Fisher Price animated one. Yeah, Man of Tomorrow, yeah. That's yeah. on HBO Max? Yeah. What the oh. Bro, HBO Max has all the goods, man. Listen, man, maybe Marvel and Disney doing all this crazy shit is finally making DC get their shit together. Yeah, and who knows, maybe you know, HBO Max, you know, because they're obviously heavy with DC stuff, they're gonna, you know, push Marvel or Disney Plus to give us Black Widow. Because when they start dropping these bombs like Mortal Kombat on us, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, Disney's going to be like, yo, maybe we should release some bombs too, you know? Yeah, because they're definitely holding back on that one. And that's bombs in the good sense, not like, like a bomb. Like, <laughs> right, negative. Right. Or you imagine they're all bombs. That would suck. Facts. Shit, man. Consider us enlightened on that treatment. And like I said, I will definitely be checking out that Constantine shit. Maybe tonight. And on that note, yeah. friends, gentlemen, lovers, pals, always a pleasure, always an honor. Fans out there, we'll check you guys next time. And just to correct my error from before, this is definitely episode four. Uh, this is Chaz. Deuces. <laughs> this is Miguel. Bye. Peace. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.